Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on DC Sports Radio, 1067 The Fan. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. If you're on hold right now, stick on hold. We'll get to your phone calls next segment. But joining us right now on the BetQL guest hotline, as sports betting has come to Maryland, don't place that first bet without checking with the good folks at BetQL because BetQL analyzes every single game from every single sport to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. You can get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the app or visiting BetQL.com. On the BetQL guest hotline right now from the Washington Post is Scott Allen. What's going on, Scott? Hey, Adam. Doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty well here, and I loved your article, and I wanted to uh, read a snippet of it to the audience right now. The Dallas-Washington rivalry has cooled considerably since its peak with blips of bitterness and excitement every few years providing reason to remember how intense it once was given what's at stake for each team in Sunday's regular season finale at FedEx Field. Animosity towards the Cowboys from fans of the Burgundy Gold might be at an all-time low and I totally agree. I was mentioning on the show, I'll always hate the Cowboys the most, but right yeah. now it's the Eagles that piss me off more than anyone in this division. Yeah, exactly. And kind of the irony here is that um, for anyone who's not rooting or not, you don't have to be rooting for the Cowboys, but for anybody who's not okay with Washington losing one more game and possibly wrapping up that number two pick, the the result of beating the Cowboys more than likely if the Eagles beat the Giants is the Eagles win the division again. Right. <laughs> and and who really wants that? It's kind of that maybe that's the lesser of two evils for some people. But like you said, I think the Eagles have maybe surpassed the Cowboys on the, on the hatred scale for some fans in recent years. Yeah. And what I mentioned to start the show, what's so frustrating is, you know, every single year, every season, all I care about is just watching my team play and rooting for them to win and this yeah. year, in the year of the backup quarterback, when all these lousy guys like Gardner Minshew and Joe Flacco are going to be playing in the playoffs, Ron Rivera had his team eliminated four weeks ago, right? So yeah. he's taken the yeah. one thing I love away from me is I have no reason to watch this team play right now. Yeah, really the last, I mean, even before the elimination, it's just this whole second half of the season has kind of felt like a countdown to the inevitable. You know, yeah. it feels like the decision was made – um, more than likely on on Ron Rivera and the rest of the staff, and possibly more of the front office. And it was it became I think clear after Thanksgiving, okay, an in season move is not going to be made. Let's just get to the end of the year and turn the page. You know, we still got a few weeks at that point to figure out about Sam Howell, and then you know we can get 
fans can get optimistic about the offseason and the draft with more than likely, again, a new regime making what seems to be a, a very high pick. Yeah, and Scott, you know, I argued that they should have fired Ron after Thanksgiving, and I argued they should have fired him again, you know, after one of the losses to the Giants or after the second loss to the Giants. There's been like three or four times where I've argued they should have fired Ron Rivera. Um, yeah. and, but maybe I'll be wrong if it was kind of them just being, you know, geniuses and they're going to keep him in charge <laughs> and then lock up the number two overall pick. <laughs> it could be. I mean, maybe Josh Harris will tell all one day. Um, yeah. <laughs> trust the process right yeah. um, no I, th I think some fans probably feel the same way which is why you know it, it didn't make any difference for uh, the playoff picture at that time but why there was so much so many feelings about uh, potentially going to Jacoby Brissett and I think you had fans saying no 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 um, <laughs> this team looked actually quite competent with when, when Jacoby Brissett came in the game let's let's keep seeing about Sam Howell and and <laughs> See if we can lose a, a few more games this year. Scott Allen from the Washington Post with us here on the BetQL Guest Hotline. You can check out his article today online. Yes, it's Dallas, but a loss would be best ending to Commander's season. So you're writing about the rivalry between Dallas and Washington. You know, what years can you point to as when, you know, you think it got less intense? Yeah, I think I, I think that peak, I mentioned a game in there um at the start of the article, a, a, another regular season finale in 1979, mm -hmm. where the stakes were could not have been higher. Uh, the winning team, uh, it was at Dallas, the winning team would win the NFC East. Um, and while it looked like the loser would probably get a wild card based on point, differen point differential, Washington wound up uh, losing just by one, but the Bears, who were the other team in the mix, they beat the Cardinals by 36 points and, and passed Washington in point differential. So that was kind of as, as a, I was not born then, but my understanding as, as a Washington fan, that was one of the lowest days in, in franchise history. Cause you go from thinking you're in the playoffs uh, in some form to losing to your biggest rival and then being knocked out completely. I think yeah. that right around then though, the, the mid seventies, I mean, George Allen, I think really took the, the rivalry to a new level. I think it was sustained when Joe Gibbs uh, was here. You, both teams were, were quite good. They were meeting in the playoffs and, or with the playoffs on the line in um, epic NFC championship games. Um, so I would say, I, I think it carried up until the, the turning point was around around the time Washington won its last Super Bowl, maybe, because then you had a complete flip where Washington went into hibernation. They've been dreadful for, you know, almost 30 years, most of them under Daniel Snyder. You had the Cowboys win multiple Super Bowls in a row. Um, so, yeah, I would say I think it, it really kind of started to cool in the, in the late 80s, uh, early 90s. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. And then, you know, it felt like it was revived – that 2012 season with the game, uh, you know, yeah. to close out the regular season, get into the postseason. Then I want to say, like, 2015 onwards, it's just kind of hasn't been the same because Dallas seems to have hit on their quarterback, and Washington is just trying over and over again. Yep, I think that's exactly right. That 2012 game, I mean, I think any – Washington fan remembers exactly where they were. I mean, that was, <laughs> I saw clips going around on, on Twitter today of, of the crowd during that game. I mean, Alfred Morris went off huge game yeah. from RG three. That was incredible. Um, I think it was that same year, the 
the win um, at Dallas on Thanksgiving. And then since then, yeah, the moments have been few and far between. I think, you know, it is, it, the rivalry isn't close to what it once was, but for a lot of fans, especially slightly older fans, it, it is still Dallas. And, you know, I think back to the game on Thanksgiving a couple years ago, like two or three years ago when they surprisingly blew out the Cowboys um, on Thanksgiving. And that was, I think that's still, there's hints of, you know, the rivalry could be revived, but I think you're right. It, it's going to take Washington getting a quarterback in place and, and getting this thing moving in the right direction. Yeah, and, and look, the number two overall pick gives you so much power. I, I've been saying I want Caleb Williams. I want to get up to number one, but even at number two, you yeah. could get a quality quarterback. But you have so much power to either – take that pick or trade back. And so it is so important for Washington exactly. to secure the number two overall pick. But I know you talked to some Commanders fans that just said they can't root for a Cowboys win. What was their reasoning for that? Yeah, no, I've, I've gotten – I got a lot of emails from people um, who say it's just not in their blood to yeah. to root for Dallas. And I've seen the same same thing on Twitter. And, and again, I think it prob- the breakdown is probably – I'm just guessing that a, a larger percentage of um, fans 50 plus are are in that camp because I mean 30 year old uh, Commanders fans and and younger we just talked about it kind of when the rivalry started to to die I don't they don't I don't think they feel that same hatred for Dallas so they're not as conflicted um, as some of those older fans are going into this final week. Um, I, I, I get it. I, I don't like to tell people how to fan. Um, you know, if, if it's not in your blood to, to hope that, uh, Washington loses for draft position hey, go root your face off for, for an upset win on Sunday. I think, yes, there is probably some satisfaction in denying, uh, the Cowboys, the division title, but I mean, to to that, I would say they're already in the playoffs. It, yeah. I think it would be a little bit different if you're completely kicking them out of the playoffs or denying them a, a postseason bid. Um, yeah. And the way I kind of look at it, now you get to to root for a, a home loss for the Cowboys in the playoffs in a couple of weeks. Yeah. No, you're you're so right. And, and I would also point to, uh, like you were saying, Cowboys haven't had success. The Eagles have been to two Super Bowls in my lifetime. The Giants have won yeah. two Super Bowls in my lifetime. Cowboys haven't, and they're already in the postseason. I, I, you, that's perfect right there. Even if it was for the number two overall pick, even if it was for the number one overall pick, if we could take the Cowboys out of the playoffs, I would root for the Commanders. Yeah. But they're already in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I Good mean stuff, it's, it's a it's made it's made for a weird week for sure. And there's definitely there are definitely some people who will be hoping like heck for a that Sam Howell leads an upset win on Sunday, but. For the first time in a long time, I think you've got a, a huge number of fans who will be A-OK if, if the Cowboys win. Yep, that's Scott Allen from the Washington Post. Thanks so much, Scott. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks so much, Adam. Anytime. Yep, you're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. We'll take more of your phone calls next if you want to chime in. It's 1-800-636-1067. You're listening to AWOD on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 1067 The Fan. So I've made it clear I want Caleb Williams to be the next quarterback for the Washington Commanders. I think he's the next Joe Burrow, Josh Allen's Patrick Mahomes. And I'm willing to put my career as an NFL quarterback evaluator on the line. He's your next building block QB. You can work a team around him. All right? So the next question is, who on this team right now will be a building block moving forward? I mean, I'd probably point to like five or six guys. McLaurin, personally, I like Curtis Samuel. I think you can hand it to him. You could throw it to him. Uh, you got a guy with speed. You need speed on your roster. I'd keep him around. Brian Robinson Jr., love him as, you know, a, a guy that can catch the ball out of the backfield and can be a power back. I think he's in a 1,000-yard rusher with a good offensive line. John Allen, Deron Payne under contract. I'm keeping them. I know some people have floated around trading Jonathan Allen. I'm not in on that. He's one of my leaders of the locker room. I'm keeping him around. Uh, I get it. He, he made some headlines by saying he doesn't know if he wants to be here Everyone's frustrated with this this season. I think John Allen wants to be here in Washington when we win. Uh, and then Cam Curl. And then Tressway, I guess. You know, you got to keep a good punter. Is there anyone else I'm missing? Who on the team right now will be a building block moving forward? And do you think Caleb Williams is the guy? Let's go back to the phone lines. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. My producer, Chris, will get you on the line, and you can talk... Commanders here on AWOD Radio. Let's go to TJ in Reston. What's up, TJ? Hey, happy Saturday, everybody. As I always say, it's, it's a privilege and not a right to be on there. So, you know, I appreciate y'all putting me through. Uh, so my question is uh, more of a question than a statement. I agree with you that Caleb Williams is the best guy. Now, say we stay at number two, we're going to move up. What my confusion comes is between Drake May and Jaden Daniels. Uh, I kind of – I don't really watch much college football – uh, I kind of think from the outside looking in that Jaden is the better prospect. If you could explain to me why Drake would be the better prospect, because Jaden is a more of a dual threat passer, and I've even read that Drake may uh, have some issues with his touch. And Drake may kind of feels to me like one of those guys that you know could maybe be a bust that he's overrated because of his like, physical stature. And Jaden Daniels seemed to me like he's rising, rising. He just had one of the Best seasons maybe ever as far as stats in college football, playing in the SEC. So my confusion is 
why is Drake May the better grab than Jaden Jaden Daniels? I feel yeah. like Jaden Daniels is the better grab, even though I don't watch a lot of. So TJ, I'll answer better. your question first, but please answer my question. All right. Sure. Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah, all yeah, in yeah. on Caleb too. I've had some people yeah. that don't agree. Why do you think he's the guy? Uh, so the reason why I think Caleb is a guy, and once again, I don't watch that much college football, but Caleb has something that kind of pops off the screen. The worst thing that the Caleb detractors really are saying is you know, a, little, a little bit of a, uh, of a wide receiver kind of personality, right? But once again, the guy's like, what, 21, 22? I'm pretty confident in a couple of years he'll be a little bit more humble. That's going to mature. So I don't think because he's, so, he's got bravado, we go, oh, we're not going to take this guy now. But he's got uh, the improvisational skills that what you're going to need. He's the kind of guy that if your offensive line is not that great, right, he can mask it. He's, um, you know, I don't know if I'm going to say he's the next Patrick Mahomes, but he's a, he, he seems like his, uh, his floor is very high. So you're at the very minimum, you're, you're going to get someone that's probably going to be close to a Pro Bowl level. You might even get a, like a Hall of Fame type guy. So, so I'm all in on Caleb. But really, to me, the confusing part is uh, I haven't heard anyone tangibly say why, you know, Drake. It seems that Jaden, to me, is better than Drake, but I leave room that I could be wrong. Yeah, no, good call, TJ. So I'm going to answer your question. So I think Caleb is miles ahead of Drake and Jaden. I think he's miles ahead of everyone that was drafted last year, too. He's going to be better Mm -hmm. than C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, all those guys. I'm all in on Caleb. I think the difference between Drake May and Jaden Daniels is that Drake was a a bigger prospect last year, too. So he's like, hey, we've been there. We've known about him. And he does have some plays that, you know, are jaw-dropping. He looks like Josh Allen. You almost can't tackle him. He's got a highlight where there was a guy all over his right hand. He threw it with his left hand. And and so I think there's, uh, you know, with Drake May, it's like, man, this guy looks like he's an unbelievable talent. He's got the size. He's got the athleticism to do it all. I think with Jaden Daniels, there's more upside. And so I think the reason he's below him is, because there's some risk there with Jaden that, hey, maybe he turns into a bust, but I think he also could be the better player than Drake May. But why would people – see, to me, from the outside looking in, I would feel that more of a chance of bust is Drake May because he's got issues on his touch. But if Jaden Daniels just had the best statistical season in the history of college football from what they're saying, and he's doing it in SEC. So, so, yeah, but that's the other thing is that he's – the talent on his roster there at LSU is so much better than the talent at UNC. So the fact that Drake mm-hmm. May was able to put up so much yards and, and highlights with UNC is why I think a lot of pros, uh, a lot of NFL insiders like him better than Jaden. But, but one, you know, I'm going back to the beginning here. I think Caleb's mm-hmm. better than both of them. I agree with you. I agree with you on that completely. I just don't know if we're – you know, we're at number two – and um, it, it, it's problematic that we're going to be able to trade the number one. It's it's kind of hard to say, which is why I'm kind of, you know, if we get Caleb, that's amazing. But I'm kind of uh, trying to temper my expectations and thinking, okay, who's better between Jaden and um, one last thing. Let's say Michael Penix um, goes <laughs> and, you know, he, Michael Penix. Let's say Michael Penix, who had an amazing game against, uh, uh, I forget who they, uh, who they played right in the semifinals. But he had an amazing game probably elevated himself above J.J. McCarthy. Now, if Michael Penix goes and has an amazing game against uh, in the national championship and wins that, right, uh, would, would we then be warm to the idea of maybe trading down to like six or seven to grab him, which, again, I don't even know if we should do that. It's, I'm just kind of throwing it out there. Yeah, I think it's, look, it, it's an option, and he's becoming more and more of a name uh, you know, as the season goes on, and no, Caleb's not playing anymore. Drake's not playing anymore. Jaden's not playing. Michael Penix keeps winning games, and so I think he's going to move up draft boards. Uh, 
I just I'm all in on Caleb, so I'm not I'm not Me moving too. back to get to get Michael Penix. Good call though. Uh, let's keep it going here. Let's go to Paul in Sterling. Paul, you're on the fan. Oh, Paul just dropped off. Let's go to Anthony in Bethesda. What's up, Anthony? Hey, thanks for taking my call. So, um, I, I actually did think it was funny that the guy just called him Phoenix. Yeah, I know. Um, but <laughs> a, anyway, so I um, look, I, I think what's most important here from my perspective is you need to get a general manager in here and you need to get a player personnel department. When you look at the past drafts under Rivera, we all know what we've seen here, right? They're t- horrible at evaluating talent they've you know last year bringing in you know two corners basically back to back uh you bring in Forbes when everybody else had Christian Gonzalez on their board so leaving that aside once you get the general manager in here they really need to decide at that point if you're picking it two, are they going to go with their quarterback or do they see that there's not a tremendous amount of separation between a Caleb and some of these other guys? I think Penix Jr. is a fantastic uh, QB, but I think there's others also that you've already spoken about this morning that could fit the role. The question is, what are they seeing you know, from these guys also in interviews? I do worry about Caleb Williams and his, you know, and, and his mannerisms a little bit, but Again, if they don't see that there is a huge gap in between these guys, then I think you need to tra- consider trading back and picking up more picks. Look, we right. have holes at almost every position. So, No, you're right, Anthony. Good call, man. You're so right because that's the thing is the talent evaluators that will make the pick – we don't know who those guys are. We need to fire Ron, bring in those guys, and then hire a head coach, and they need to come together on a decision of who will be the next quarterback. And you're right. If they don't see much of a difference between one, two, three, four, or the fifth-best quarterback in college football, then the best move for this franchise would be to move back. If I was the talent evaluator, though, I want everyone to know, I think Caleb is much better than all these other guys. That's who I'm going to get. But I you're get right. A, a new a new talent evaluator might come in and say, yeah, you know, Drake, May might be just as good as, as Caleb with, you know, a starting left tackle and a good center. So uh, you're, you're right. The so new talent evaluator will need to make I, that choice. Last question for you. Yeah. So, look, we're, you're paying uh, Jacoby Brissett millions of dollars to be a backup. Obviously, look, would you, uh, you know, knowing that Hal's going to be on the roster, right, because of his, his cap number and he basically is almost free in NFL standards, would you keep him around as the number one or number two while you're, you know, bringing up a young guy, or would you, you know, bench Hal and and keep a guy on the bench uh, like a, a Brissett or something like that that's going to cost a lot more, and and ride that route? I I want Brissett on the roster next year because I think he can teach a young quarterback a lot of things. I mean, Sam Howell's talked at length about how Jacoby Brissett has helped him have success this season. So I want Brissett on the roster. Uh, you, you still got Howell under contract. I'm going into next year with three quarterbacks. I appreciate the call. we got to take a I quick commercial break. Thanks. We'll get to more of your phone calls after this quick commercial break here. we got to pay the bills. It's AWOD Radio on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on The Fan. Always available around the country on the Odyssey app. If you're enjoying this show, you can check me out during the week, Monday through Friday from 12 to 3 p.m. on the Odyssey app in Richmond, Virginia. Just search 910 The Fan. Hear me talking all things D.C. sports with a Richmond flavor, college sports as well. Uh, But right now we were talking commanders and what they should do if they secure the number two overall draft pick uh, in next year's NFL draft. Let's go to the phone lines here. It looks like... Line three, we used to have a loyal caller called for many years by the name Jimmy Loudmouth in Herndon. Is this correct? Now you want to be known as Old Snowballs? Yeah, that's right. I'm Old Snowballs. Jimmy Loudmouth is done. I tried to make it work just like we tried to make Ron Rivera work, and it's out, okay? It's out. We're scrapping the whole thing. I'm coming back to my roots. The balls is back, baby. Old Snowballs. Twitter, Instagram. Won't accept your Instagram follow, but you can follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Old Snowballs is here, and we got to scrap everything. We got to get a quarterback. We got to get an offensive line. We got to get these coaches out of here. Look at what happened to Kansas City. Look at what has happened to that team when they take away their offensive coordinator. They do not look like the same team last year. They don't look like the same team two years ago. And you look at what the biggest change has been, and it's been without EB. And so I don't know if the answer is to draft a quarterback, but we might as well do it. We might as well take a shot. Maybe so, we get so a snowballs, old, old, old balls here. I, I've heard multiple reports that not only could Ron Rivera be out of a job on Monday, but Eric Bieniemy as well. You'd like to keep him around as the offensive coordinator or interview him for head coach? I don't think we interview him as head coach. I, I'm not sure if we – I'm fine as long as we get rid of Ron Rivera. If we keep EB, fine, but we can also just trash him too. But what I want everyone to understand is we should draft a quarterback but be fully prepared to see Sam Howell start next season. I wouldn't be surprised if Sam Howell takes a step up, takes a leap up from where he was this year into next season. Don't be surprised. You know, how, how quickly we forget how good he was in the beginning of this season. That great ball that he had to Terry McLaurin against the Broncos. How quickly we forget all of that sort well, of yeah. stuff. Snowballs, that was 15 weeks ago. I mean, come on ah, now. But come on. Ah, but, but, but he could easily turn in a great performance against the Cowboys, and I would love to see him progress and grow. And, yeah, let's take a chance on a quarterback. Why not? Maybe we get a Josh Allen. Maybe we get a, a Patrick Mahomes. Maybe we get a Lamar Jackson, who was drafted 32nd, and he's been the best quarterback this season, right? He's the front runner for MVP, is he not? Yeah. I mean, I just, I just, you know, like we we may get uh, to a tongue of Iloa, 
or we may get a dud. We may get a Tim Couch. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm very, very worried about drafting so high. I mean, is Trevor, has Trevor Lawrence been worth it? Like, I just, I, I don't know, man. Like, I think Jaguars fans some... would argue he has been because they're going to be in the playoffs for the second year in a row if they can win on Sunday. Good call, Snowballs. We're going to keep it rolling here. We've got Kevin in Vienna. Kevin, you're on the fan. Thank you for taking my call. I just want to say that last caller was amazing. One of the best calls up until he was trying to fall on the Sam Howell sword again. What is it with these Sam Howell guys? They, they, they literally won't stop talking about that one pass in Denver that Terry had. I mean, it's crazy. Like, I swear, everybody brings up that one pass. Right. How about the pass true. where he threw it straight to the Buffalo linebacker and he returned it for a touchdown, right? I think he did it six times that day. I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, I'm agreeing with him. And I really I want to blow up the whole thing. I want everybody gone. I don't even care if we fire the concession stand guy. I mean, seriously, I want to start new. I mean, it's scary. We have the second over. We could have the second overall pick, and the last two times it didn't work out for us. But we have a new regime. We've never had five picks in the first three rounds, and like we also, I think, lead the league in salary cap this off season. So who wouldn't want to come to this organization as a GM, as a head coach, and say I can make a mark? And you're right. Everybody's been talking about it. This QB class, I think, is one of the strongest in years. Caleb Williams is in commercials already, and. and in, in the soda commercials, you know, I mean, I don't know if that's good for his head or not, but, like, it, it seems like it's big. Yeah. I mean, it just feels like Caleb's going to be a star, and I want that star to be here in Washington with the commanders. And the way we can do that is losing and getting our butt whooped by Dak one more time tomorrow. I actually Hopefully. had a dream last night that we uh, yeah. we beat him. Right oh, now. no. <laughs> you dreamed of a Cowboys loss. <laughs> Cowboys victory, dude. It was bad. Oh, uh, oh, okay. you're wrong. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kevin, we got to go here. I uh, appreciate everybody listening to the show. Final segment coming up next. You've been listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 1067, the fan simulcast on the Team 980, and always available around the country on the free Odyssey app. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch that dial. Final segment coming up next on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on a Saturday, January 6th in the nation's capital. First AWOD Radio show of the new year. And wanted to let everyone know my New Year's resolution is for one D.C. sports team to make the postseason. That's all I want to happen. Commanders couldn't do it this year. Maybe they'll do it next year. Postseason will be 2025 by then. It's not going to be the Wizards. I mean, my goodness. They're so awful. I mean, it is so bad being a Wizards fan right now. Every once in a while I put a game on, and I'm like, what am I watching? There's no defense played at all. It's Kyle Kuzma scoring and a bunch of other guys turning the ball over. It's so frustrating. The Caps are, I guess, having a decent season. Ovi scored the other night, got me happy. He's on of a bit of a heater after, um, you know, couldn't score for a few weeks there, longest in six years. But... What D.C. sports team is going to get back to the postseason first? 
maybe the Caps have a shot. Don't think it's going to be the Nationals. Don't think it's going to be the Wizards or the Commanders, but that's what I'm hoping for here in the 2024 calendar year. The NFL regular season wraps up with two games today and a ton of games on Sunday. I want to go through them real quick and pick some winners. I, I do believe the Steelers will win and get into the playoffs on the road in Baltimore against Tyler Huntley. I get it. Huntley has plenty of experience as a backup. Started a playoff game last year. Uh, but, the, you know, the Steelers, I think they're going to want it more. Um, I, I thought Najee Harris had a really good game last week, so he's got some momentum uh, to build off of here. I think the Steelers get the win. Colts. Texans, give me Minshew magic, Minshew mania. I'm all in on the Colts to get the win at home against a strong Texans team uh, to get into the postseason. Give me the Cowboys to take down the Commanders, please, please, please. Give me Wacky for Flacco. I am Wacky for Flacky. I love watching Joe Flacco. It is so much fun to watch him in the year of the backup it feels like he hasn't played a meaningful NFL game in three years, but he's throwing the ball all over the place. He's your comeback player of the year. Give me the Browns over the Bengals. Vikings-Lions. Vikings, last time they won a game was 3 nothing, and they've lost like four straight since then. Lions win. Jags-Titans. Jags win. Jets-Patriots. Praying for a Patriots win. Uh, I, I think a caller made a lot of sense when he said Bill Belichick wants to end the season with a win at home at Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, uh, and I kind of believe it. I, I think he's going to have his boys inspired to play. Plus, it's not like the Jets have been very good this season. Falcons, Saints, I'm riding with Taylor Heineke, all right? But I don't think it's going to be Taylor Heineke that gets the win for the Falcons. I think Bijan Robinson's going to have a heck of a game against this Saints defense that has been up and down. Kamara got hurt towards the end of last game. Don't think he's going to be 100%. Bucks, Panthers, Bucks win. And so because of that, this Falcons-Saints game doesn't even matter. Bears, Packers. I actually think the Bears pull off the upset here. Uh, Matt Eberflus is coaching for his job. Justin Fields might be playing for his job. Uh, they've got some momentum now after their win last week. I think the Bears knock off the pack in Green Bay. I know uh, that's a risky pick. It certainly is because Lambeau Field's going to be rocking. The Pack are back in the playoffs with the it, with a win there. But I think Fields is going to have a better game than uh, Love. I, I just do. Uh, Broncos, Raiders, give me the Raiders to win. They've been playing inspiring football under Antonio Pierce. I would like him to have that interim tag removed. You've heard Max Crosby, Devontae Adams, both want him to be there next year as the head coach because they believe he is a good leader of men. Eagles-Giants, Eagles win that game. And my lock of the week, I told this to drab t-shirt on my show, Don't Sleep on These Picks, presented by Don't Sleep Energy. The Eagles have a lot to play for here. Number one, they think they have a chance to win the division if the Commanders can beat the Cowboys. Number two, A.J. Brown just had to speak to the media because there were all these reports that he was fighting with Nick Sirianni. If you listen to Philly Sports Radio at all this week, which I did because I thought it was funny. Somebody tipped me off to it. Callers were asking for Sirianni's job. The head coach that just took them to the Super Bowl last year, they're calling, asking for him to be fired. I think he heard those calls. He's fired up. Eagles win and cover the five-point spread. That's my lock of the week. Seahawks, Cardinals, Hawks win the game. Chiefs, Chargers, Chiefs win. Rams, Niners, doesn't matter for either team, but I think the Niners win. They just have more talent. And then the certified game of the week. I'm guaranteeing football fans around the country will enjoy watching this game. And it is Sunday night football on NBC. 
Late game kickoff after 8:20. Bills Dolphins. Look, this game is at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. I want to go visit Hard Rock Stadium. It looks awesome. I think the crowd's going to be rocking. Dolphins can win their division with a win. If they lose, they're still in the playoffs. The problem is that the Bills have their entire season on the line. If they win, they win the division. If they lose, there's a chance that a few teams jump them, and they're not in the postseason altogether. So I think the Bills have more to play for. Um, I also like the way the Bills have been playing as of late. And, oh, yeah, they already took it to the Dolphins this year in a 48-20 to victory. And, oh, yeah, now they're on a four-game win streak after barely losing to the Eagles 37-34 before that. Um, they've had a few impressive victories. They knocked off the Chiefs. Then they knocked off the Cowboys 31-10. to The Bills were my team at the beginning of the season to get to the AFC title game. I picked Ravens-Bills to start the season with the Ravens winning the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know if that happens uh, anymore. You know, I I kind of still think it's going to be Chiefs. I'm kind of going back to picking Chiefs-Eagles again. I I don't know why, Uh, but maybe it's Niners. Uh, But anyway, I believe this Buffalo Bills team, they understand that their window of opportunity to make some noise in the postseason could end this year. I think Stephon Diggs probably finds a new team in the offseason. James Cook's going to be the X Factor. My goodness, Dalvin Cook's brother, who just signed with the Ravens and might make an impact with the Ravens in the postseason, he's got so much quickness and this ability to find a small hole and jump through it for three or four yards. I think he's going to be the difference for the Bills this week and for the Bills winning a playoff game. So that's my picks when we go around the NFL here. You can always tweet me your thoughts at AWAD Radio, A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O. It's been a fun NFL season I do give Lamar Jackson the MVP award although I will say Purdy had a tremendous season and Christian McCaffrey has been the best non-quarterback in the NFL this season uh, because he's been able to stay healthy for most times whereas Tyreek Hill missed a few games but man I love Tyreek Hill shout out to Tyreek Hill for bringing me my fantasy football championship uh, for being so good this season um man if he stayed healthy he was going to break the wide receiver record and i want to give a shout out to all the haters that did not like when i picked tyree kills the best wide receiver in football three years ago they said no it's Devonte adams they said no you know it's aj brown no it's all these other guys no Tyree Kill makes the biggest impact on the NFL field of any wide receiver in the game because of his speed and route running ability. I'm excited to see him hopefully get back to full health for the playoffs. Appreciate everybody listening to the show today. It's been a ton of fun uh, to get back here on a Saturday morning to start off the new year. And hopefully we'll be talking, you know, about some positive things for this franchise moving forward. Once Ron Rivera gets fired on Monday, hopefully the dark clouds that have been over Ashburn will be gone. I I just, I need, here's what I need to happen, is I need the stain of the Snyder era to be completely removed. Well, how does that happen? You have to move on from every single person in that building that was getting paid by Dan Snyder. That includes Jason Wright, that includes the Martys, that includes Ron Rivera, everybody that has been here over the last few years needs to move on because we need to start all over and rebuild this franchise. And I've told you guys all show long, I think the easiest way to rebuild your franchise is by ensuring 
your starting quarterback of the future, who I believe is Caleb Williams. And maybe I'm wrong. And then I won't speak about quarterbacks anymore. But even if he doesn't come to Washington, I want everybody to know that Caleb is going to be a pro bowler within five years, maybe within three. He is going to take this league by storm. Everybody wanted to tear him down because he was at the mountaintops. He was a Heisman Trophy winner. He was at USC living in a penthouse, right? But you know what? You can tear him down all you want. He's going to be a star in the NFL. I truly believe that. I can't wait for everybody to watch Caleb Ball out. And I'm not just saying that because he's a local guy. But, man, I just think he has that X factor. Anytime I watch him play, he, he just he sticks out like a sore thumb. He's like a guy that I feel like can put a franchise on his back, similar to the way Joe Burrow took the Bengals to the Super Bowl in just his second season. It's been a lot of fun being back here on 106.7 The Fan. If you're enjoying the show, if you feel like you're a member of the AWOD Army, you're a card-carrying member of the AWOD Army, and you want to support the show, it's easy. Download the podcast. Check us out on Spotify and iTunes by searching AWOD Radio. We release a full hour best of AWOD Radio every single day from my show Monday through Friday in Richmond, Virginia. So you can check that out or check it out on the free Odyssey app. Uh, thanks to Metal Chris for producing the show today. Great work. I'll see you guys next Saturday on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.